Hey everybody, we have an announcement to make. This is Ben. I've got Mike with me. Hey. Say hi, Mike. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ben, that's me. I'm going to be retiring from the show at the end of the 1996 season. No. Uh, I know. Perhaps you've noticed there's been the long gap in between some recent issues and. Uh, yeah, I've got a lot of stuff going on in my life, and I've kind of decided that the podcast is not one of those things I'm going to be spending my time with. I've loved doing it over the last few years, and uh, you might still hear from you in the future, maybe on some game streams or something with Mike. Uh, but as far as playing with power podcast goes, I will be hanging up my hats and microphone, and uh, hopefully we can be handing it off to somebody else. So I know Mike is wanting to finish out the entire run of Nintendo Power. And he's looking for a potential new host. Mike, who, what kind of quality is he looking for in a new host? Uh, someone with a nice quiet room. Unlike that. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm a hypocrite. Uh, so, someone with a, uh, a microphone, good banter, good wordplay... A sense of nostalgia for the old 90s and 80s, 8 and 16-bit goodness. And someone that can, uh, you know, make peace with the fact that, the, that these N64 games probably aren't going to be the same quality of the uh, that we've been experiencing in the uh, SNES and NES era. Blasphemy. They're so beautiful. <laughs> It's going to be a bit of a train wreck era, and I thought that was when we were really going to have a lot of fun because it's going to watch. We're going to see Nintendo really try to be like, who needs CDs? Mm -hmm. Who needs who needs animation quality and CD quality music when we've got this Dorito garbage right here? Huh? Who needs that? Yeah, I mean, don't forget you're going to get into we, the uh, GameCube era, and then later on you're going to get to the Wii era before we, the magazine ends in, what, 2012? Yeah, We didn't screw up with Sony. We didn't make a mistake. We didn't create our biggest enemy. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. So, I thought it would be fun to do that, and to be honest, I don't have all the issues here. Like, at the, the scans, at least when I downloaded all of them, they weren't complete, but I did have, like, a good... 40 issues left. One problem at a time, issues. Mike. One problem at a time. You need a, you need, yeah. you need a new co-host to replace myself. And uh, so if anyone out there is interested, if you're wanting to become a podcast radio star. A qualification for a co-host, if you've got the money to find these scans for the missing issues <laughs> and supply me you're with a copy... You're in. You're it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you lack a good microphone. If you can't even ca if you can't even keep a room to yourself. If you're as dull as a post. If you confront the money, you've already bought yourself a co-host position at the Playing with Power podcast. It doesn't take much to buy to buy Mike. Just the ability to continue doing this show. Pretty much. That's that, that that's my bargain basement price. That's right. All right. So if anyone's interested, reach out to Mike. Mike, how can they reach out to you? Uh, you can reach us at the Playing With Power po Playing With Power podcast Facebook page. You can, uh, or if I'm not checking that, well, no, no, I'm checking that. Reach me at that Facebook page. Just message me there, and uh, 
I'll get it. And if I don't, then uh, hit me, message me at the Graveyard Shift Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash the Graveyard Shift pod. If for some reason this page goes defunct or doesn't work, try reaching me there. Very good. Thanks, everybody, and good luck. Hope to see you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power magazine. You're joining us for the back half of Volume 88 from September of 1996. We are picking it up at page 55, which has the Epic Center in it. And uh, the first game that they're talking about is SimCity for the SNES, which is a repeat because they already talked about it in 91. I'm a, I am your host, uh, Ben. <laughs> it's been a while since I've done this. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. Hey. If you'd like to find out more about us, you can find us on our website, www.playingwithpowerpodcast.com, and, of course, our facebook.com slash playingwithpowerpodcast. And uh, if you'd like to donate to the show, patreon.com slash playingwithpower. And Mike, what else do you have going on? Well, I've also got the Graveyard Shift podcast where we review and hilariously discuss horror movies. And if a plot point demands it, we 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 make a fake deleted scene to uh, address a point that the movie didn't called It Came From The Cutting Room Floor. Ah. So if you like the, te- if you like the skits that we do on the taste test, also in this feed then you can hear them over there. I guess I haven't done this in a while either. But I've been doing the other Very stuff, good. so I've got no excuse yes. for sucking. <laughs> and and occasionally... Got, <laughs> oh, yes, what else do you have going I've on? I've also got the Technobabble podcast, which is on the Geek Fallout Productions Facebook page, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean. Same place you find this podcast, you can find that there it's geek fallout productions but the only show on it is technobabble my tech discussion show with me and rich reader talking about tech science breakthroughs and uh interesting devices that will that will save the world speed its hasty destruction or just keep you pleasantly distracted while it gets destroyed or someone else does the saving very good and if you want to hear more from me, I have a little show of my own, which I post to occasionally called Repeat One, songs you can listen to on loop and the stories behind them. Just go to www.repeat.one. That's O-N-E, the word one. All right, let's dig in. Do they have anything new to say about SimCity or just a complete repeat? Uh, something about the Macintosh... Uh, Million Dollar Mary. You want to get off to a great start? How about putting 999 in the bank? Here's how you do it. By spending all your money, make sure you build at least one unit like a police station that requires funding and reduce your tax rates and funding levels to 0%. At the end of the year, when the tax screen pops up, hold the L button and exit the screen. Still holding the L button, press X twice so the calendar shifts to January. Now bring your funding levels back up to 100%, but leave the tax at 0. Exit the tax screen and release the L button. You know, if, if this works... Why don't our mayors just do this? <laughs> it seems right. pretty simple. It's just a paragraph. <laughs> nice. 
So we got this. Uh, I, I don't know. Is Doctor Wright a guy that was in the computer version of SimCity? I think so. Yeah. Because I know there's one thing that uh, in the computer version you get attacked by Godzilla, but here, just to show a little product placement, you get Bowser. Ah, yes. No, they have Dr. Wright in it. He's in uh, most of the games. That's based off of the guy that made it. Is his name Will Wright? Uh, Max Wright? Or Will Wright? Something. Maybe I'm thinking, maybe I'm thinking of Will Wheaton. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on then. Since that topic was so so uh, so crazily uh, <laughs> in depth, let's talk about War Thirty Ten, the Revolution, with a uh, space battle torpedo shark cock thing. So this is for Super Nintendo, and I believe this is a sequel to War Twenty Ten, and it's in space. It's kind of like a tactics game. Uh, kind of like uh, Rampart almost. And um, yeah, it looks like garbage, I gotta say. Yeah, it's, not, it just I'm, looks I'm, like I'm, asteroids. I'm not liking anything I'm seeing here. This is. Did anybody ever have a tactical game for the Super Nintendo that. You know, besides SimCity? No, but Dog is Ambition. Oh, fuck yes, that. And we got all these, we got all these ships which are green. That air, that airplane, uh, airline management sim has got to be bitching. Yeah, maybe we can, if we have to wrap up this podcast, we can just make that. We just like do full on taste test episodes. Bring you on for that and oh God, just like no. review any asking. No, okay. Well, Ben's gone forever. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. I'm dead. <laughs> All right, uh, moving right along then. There's some there's some bits about uh, Secret of Evermore. Oh fuck! I love that game. Uh, what's with the chocobo egg you can find in here? Instead of an Easter egg in Square Games, they have chocobo eggs. <laughs> what? Oh yes. Moving on to the chocobo egg increases your maximum hit points. Oh, it's kind of like the uh, the experience egg from uh, Final Fantasy VI. Mm-hmm. You can get one by buying an amu- annihilation amulet. Wow, that's that sounds more like something you take from an armory rather than a uh, a jewelry mm-hmm. store. But if you can defeat Mongola in the Ivor Tower Castle, the egg trader will pack up his wares and leave for parts unknown. And you can something the Nobella Marketplace. They have Very good. Moving right along to the next game, Donkey Kong Country Three: Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. So now we've got, uh, we've kicked Diddy out of the game. Donkey Kong hasn't been in the game since the first one. Now we so got Derpy Kong. We, we yeah. Uh, and this isn't Junior, right? Because Junior is in the game at some point, but he has the white t-shirt. How the hell this is he? This one's more like a, this is, is he, a baby how is called he a baby? Kitty Kong. How is he a baby and yet bigger than Diddy? He uh, might have the extra chromosome. <laughs> He's got... He's got, he's got double the strength. <laughs> that was terrible. I'm going to hell. 
so it's Kitty Kong. He but he has like a a pacifier and he's wearing like jammies with like floppy uh, footy pajamas. Yeah, like they were made for Sideshow Bob. Mm-hmm. So same same graphics as uh, the first two. Uh, and some different characters. I don't know why is it called Donkey Kong Country when this this title is so long. Let me just read it again. Donkey Kong Country Three: Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight words in a video game title. That's too long. Yeah. Couldn't they just call like you know Dixie and Kitty go to town or something? Or just Kong know. Country. Yeah. Or just Donkey Kong Country, Country, yeah, Kong Country 3. We don't need the subtitle. Or, you know what, put Donkey Kong in it, throw out this this baby with his sloping jaw. <laughs> his, his eyes are so close together, they're joined into one. <laughs> He's got Sonic Syndrome. Yeah. He's got one uh, eyeball with two hoops. Oh, and, and that, it's that, that lip. That lip is just like... He's kind, of, he's kind of like he's stuck in bubbles mode. I'm gonna get some bananas. <laughs> Who's got your belly? He's, uh, yeah. Uh, so they have some other creatures here to show off. They have a Derpy Bear here to help. <laughs> and he is, uh, this is a supporting cast. So the first supporting cast I think they've had that's not another ape. And, um, the, he's a, what, what does he do here? Motorboats. <laughs> leave. He he runs like a circus tent. It looks like. Well, no, I see a. I see a. Uh, oh no, he like runs a, a shop. Barker, I see a Bob Barker gorilla in front of the uh, the Swanky tent because that's Swanky Kong's tent. Uh, Swanky Kong. Okay, we got Funky Kong still. He's still around. He survived the culling of the Kongs. <laughs> <laughs> he survived the gorilla purge. And C- Cranky Kong's still around, apparently. But not Donkey or Diddy. Screw them. Man. And uh, then they have... Uh, did you know that... Um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. But uh, there's an area in Disneyland. Well, you've never been to Disneyland. What am I talking to you about? But there's a whole er- there was a whole area in Disneyland with, like, um, the country bears... And it's gone now, apparently. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they had like the Country Bears Jamboree, which was like some yes. Chuck E. Cheese style restaurant or Yep. Well it was a show it was a whole like animatronic show. And like area of the park. Well apparently it's all gone. And it's like <sighs> some finding Nemo thing now. Now now they've shipped off all those parts to that failed Jamaican Disneyland resort that's like haunted. <laughs> what? You didn't you show me the pictures of like the abandoned Disney World that they tried to do in some Caribbean resort thing? No, it was in Florida. But they already have a Disneyland in Florida. Yes, and there was big portions of the park that they abandoned. Oh wow, that really looked like it was like some abandoned tropical area. That was just Florida. That's Florida. Yeah. (laughs) So it looks like out there. I read this whole article about how like they keep mosquitoes in check down in the Florida Disney World is really complex. They have like specialists like that track their migratory patterns and their mating patterns and they will specifically place like uh, traps in the park and they will go out and spray at like multiple times a day in places that are going to appear. 
but uh, it, yeah, it's really like advanced. Is they they built the damn thing on a swamp, so there's going to be mosquitoes everywhere, guaranteed. But because of all of their hard work, like you cannot find like mosquitoes in the park like hardly ever. Anyways, so that's like actually just a really short preview of the game. So they'll get into it. We'll get into it more when they actually have the full coverage. Yeah, we got some really grainy screenshots here. And uh, next up is Prince. Another preview for Prince of Persia Two. This fall, Titus sends you back to Persia's opulent past for a royal reckoning on the Super NES. Have you heard yeah. about this uh, whole um, debate about how NES is, is said, spoken? Uh, NES. That's that's what Nintendo's saying. Is the saying of the NES. Yeah, because we've read these magazines, we know Nestor. So, I mean, you it's sure it's not Nestor or Nestor ah, or Nestor? <laughs> I don't know. It'll always be the Super Nes to me. I'll be that guy that's like calling it pop instead of soda. <laughs> yeah, the, this whole top of the, be- the top looks like some weird. It's like the intro to some 90s video dating <laughs> series. Just just before we get to see, like, how many bachelors are up on this profile now? Mm-hmm. Now, from Danielle Steele, Interactive Magic. <laughs> a lover's quarrel in paradise on a pirate ship in Persia. Can you f- so, yeah. can, can this can this swarthy young man find the princess's pearl? <laughs> so what's we, interesting is we got we look so, here in princely plot and we get to see another another romance novel type mm-hmm. cover right there with a face embedded in the sky. Yeah, do you remember that first one where like the he was grabbing her and she was like her her tits were falling out? <laughs> you remember that? Uh, well, I was like, they put they printed this in the Nintendo magazine. Holy crap! I'm like that is some rapey shit right there. Speaking of rapey shit, look at the perils and pitfalls where the skeleton is just ready to ready to uh, be received. Yeah, by our prince. He's ready to get poked. You know what I mean? By the end of tip of his spear, and the skeleton's behind him. You're gonna get boned. <laughs> Hey, want to go down to Bone Chuckers? <laughs> That's a uh, season one callback, everybody. Uh, so they start off decently with the graphics over here. We've got some colorful areas in the sand outside the castle or wherever he is. And uh, there's some shades of purple and not. And that almost immediately devolves into black and orange. Yeah, which, I'm having trouble not thinking that this is like a uh, an unlicensed Nintendo game that people are still pumping out. It looks like they originally made it for the NES, and then they were like, you know, most of the way through development, they're like, shit, we waited too long to release it. They stopped, they stopped coming out with games for it. Quick, we have to port it over the Super NES. Uh, what do we do about the color scheme? Uh, just throw some intro screens in there. It'll be fine. Yeah, does that mean that we have to like reprogram it with the uh, with the upgraded palette and graphics? Nope. Fuck no. Hell no. We just have to throw a little bit of co- we just have to throw one little piece of code in there that says SNES, and then boom, 
It's all good. I think every platformer this this year has been published by Titus. They were just trying to get the last dregs of the Super NES out before the N64 came out. So I say that, and the next game is not published by Titus, of course. Um, this is Donald Duck Maui Mallard. And it says, Donald Duck is headed to Hawaii, but he's not on vacation. He's on a hottest case in the tropics. So get this. Donald Duck is now a private investigator. And he is wearing a Hawaiian shirt and what appears to be a, uh, a, a dealer's visor on his head. When did this happen? And he has a gun. And it's a platforming game that looks sort of like a cross between Earthworm Jim and uh, Mickey's Epic Castle Quest. of Illusion. Or the, I thought it was the Epic Quest. Magic Quest. Magic Quest. Yeah, it, it uh, he doesn't look like he's got like an Earth-based gun. It looks like he's got a space blaster. That looks like an Earthworm Jim gun, doesn't it? Yeah, they definitely took some fucking... Uh, uh, I'll use air quotes here. Inspiration. Some liberties, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, hey, this Earthworm Jim game's pretty good. How can we how can we profit off this without offending our our young viewers? And apparently, he gets powers like Ninja Maui can use his bamboo nunchaku to swing across obstacles, bop bad guys, and brace himself when climbing. Mm. And he can so, use his pistol for propulsion underwater. So I guess you can shoot air nice. with this. He has an air gun. That's good. That's good. So that looks actually pretty decent. I kind of want to try that out when we get to it. Yeah, it looks nice. And then we get to see a nice red screenshot, which looks like the uh, the final boss battle in Earthbound, essentially. The bowels of hell. You can see a demon face in that background. That is scary as shit. <laughs> Look at that. I see it. It's definitely... Yeah. It looks like like a close up of the uh, of of those uh, magma hippos from Super Mario World. If a volcano was a demon, there you go. If a volcano was a demon, these would be the antibodies. <laughs> the antichrist bodies. <laughs> yes, there you go. Counselor's corner. Jerry Hicks uh, is telling us about Mega Man X three. How do I use the robot ride platforms, and how do I get zero back? How do you get your groove back, Jerry? How do you get your groove back? That's what I want to know. Well, when you got a mullet like his, you never lose it. Mmm, indeed. He's still rocking the mullet in 96. He's not giving up on the dream, even though he's balding on top. It's creeping, he's running away and going to the back of his head. <laughs> And then, speaking of running away, we've got Kimberly Montoya, whose hair seems to be just be slight, sloping back and never, never falling like across her shoulders or her back. It just seems to be like fading away at an angle. From a distance, she is a dead ringer for Christina Hendricks. Definitely, if you squint. <laughs> yeah. And if you do squint, then you eventually see an end to this hair. I'm just saying that she could pass for a stunt double on Mad Men. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. She's telling us about Super Mario RPG. 
How do I get the mushroom castle treasure box? How do I defeat below me? <laughs> oh, Kimberly, tell me how you defeat below me. Uh, how do you break down a door? Now you're just getting kinky. Okay. And then next we have Yvonne Rowan with uh, Uncharted Waters New Horizons. Where is the black market? How is this game for Super Nintendo? This game is a thousand percent for Nintendo. The graphics are awful. Yeah, this, these, oh, just the screenshots hurt my eyes. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is eight bit shit that someone realized. Hey, you know, we can, ju we don't have to put this on the Nintendo, especially mm -hmm. since no one's buying them anymore. Yeah. Oh, this is terrible. And, and speaking of terrible, is she wearing a tablecloth? That I was going to say, the pattern on that shirt isn't much better than the graphics in this game. <laughs> She's got an 8-bit blouse. <laughs> I, yeah, there's something. It's, it's, it's hurting my eyes just to look at it. And then we have Todd oh, gosh, she looks She looks like a 20-year-old grandma. <laughs> yes. She looks like she looks like she turned down a librarian position for this job. All right. <laughs> okay, Todd I'll Bucalady. tell you where to find the I'll tell you where to find the black market and where to get some good hard candy. <laughs> uh Todd Buchel. God, this guy looks stoked. So happy. He's like, I, I, oh man, I'm working at Nintendo. Everyone is always going to play games. I'm I'm set for life. <laughs> He's telling us about Horio Land, where the treasure is in, in level 16, and how do I defeat the knight in Syrup Castle? Pancakes. Lots of pancakes. Uh, Q&A... What? Oh my god, the Q&A facts. The Eye of the Beholder. What is the best sword in the game? The best sword is a plus five long sword named Severius. Oh man, what a handle. You'll find it on the ninth level of the maze. It says, why won't my va mage's vampiric touch spell damage some monsters? And it said this spell won't work on the undead. You can't Makes drain sense. life if there's no life. There ain't, no, ain't no blood there, you can't drain it. How many times can I use a wand? All wands except the wands of Sidivas have three charges. Uh, let's see here. Never even heard of Brandish. And uh, the Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle. How do you make bugs jump over enemies? And it says you don't. That rascally rabbit won't jump in this game. <laughs> right, because bunnies, bunnies aren't known for their ability they, to hop. They don't hop. They don't, they don't. They don't hop, uh, they don't bounce. Bounce. They yeah. don't jump. And mm -hmm. God help you if you need them to leap. That's right. <laughs> oh, how many uh, levels are in the game? 60. 60 levels of controlling a bunny that will not jump. Yeah. I mean, this Oh, fuck this. You'll see what kind of game it is in the next one. Oh, I remember seeing it in it's the, the, angry, like a the Angry Video yeah. Game Nerd. Mm -hmm. did Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle, and that was my favorite episode that he did. Because oh, really? the guy, they actually have him fighting Bugs Bunny. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. 
And he takes a big dump on him or something at the end. Yeah. I remember. And then Bugs Bunny shows up in the next game, and he's like, what, you cartoon guys blow each other up all the time. Why are you holding a grudge? Because none of them took a shit on my <laughs> face, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then they have, like, the most amazing cartoon slapstick fight I've seen. It was just beautiful. That whole skit was a beautiful love letter to the to the Merry Melodies and Looney Tunes cartoons. It, it was just perfect aesthetic. Done. All right, next section is some filler. They're telling us about uh, the re-released games for Game Boy, and lo and behold, uh, they are featuring Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle 2. Giving him a nice confined castle so that he doesn't jump and, you know, don't expect him to. Oh, you can also get... There's nowhere to jump. Remember that game? If you like that classic game, you'll love this one. Remember Star Wars for the Game Boy? (laughs) That you could beat without (laughs) without rescuing half the people. That's right. That's the one (laughs) where you can can zip through the game without ever rescuing Leia or meeting Han... Or Ben Kenobi. Who gives him the medal if Princess Leia is not rescued? (laughs) He just stands there. There's no one else on the stage. He's just himself. He showed up. He blew up the Death Star. And they're like, you know, we're still looking for Princess Leia. Yep. Can't find her. Too fucking bad. (laughs) Seriously, if you want to watch it, just find a speed run of Star Wars NES and you'll you'll see it. There's different ones. There's ones like 100% complete. And there's ones that like they don't care about how many completion it is, you know? Oh, dig this fucking last sentence. Oh, my fuck. This game does not include a save feature, which means you need to rely on the Force to make it to the ending credits. Uh, oh, no. Brutal. Uh, next game's actually pretty, a pretty decent uh, port, from my understanding. It's Mega Man Dr. Wily's Revenge. Why does um, he look like a, like a... God, he looks like Mickey Rooney in a robot suit. <laughs> oh, the cover, the art... Yeah, he's taking a power Just remember, deuce. that's not the worst one we've seen. That's oh, no, this is the second worst. He's taking a power deuce. <laughs> shooting nobody. Uh, yeah. Artists couldn't figure out how to draw Mega Man for the longest time. They really couldn't. I know. Yeah. It's not like the game showed you that you just have a nice round head with a slick helmet and just leave it at that. No, they mm-hmm. had to put like a nice widow's peak like, mm-hmm. why does a robot need a widow's peak going over his face? He's already got, like, one section of meat. The rest is robot. Meat. And, and then they have to, like, put a nice cut right there to separate his eyes. Like, he's got God, abs man. and muscles. And in this one, it looks... Look at what they did to his helmet. They gave him an exclamation point. He has that. Helmet. He has that in the game. I thought it was just, like, one strip. They break no. it so it looks like an exclamation point. I think it is. Let me see here. Googling Mega Man. Yes, I can see that in the screenshots a little. No, he has an exclamation mark. I wonder That's why. correct. Yeah. Oh, look at what his hand. Look at what his offhand is doing. He's got the blaster shooting no one. Look at what his backhand is doing. It's like he's got such a flourish on it. Like. Yep. It's like he's trying to say oh, like, it's very... look at my arm, magic. Jazz hands. <laughs> yes. Doom. 
Do 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 do. One singular robot never gonna stop shooting. Da 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 da. One crazy inventor creating all the bad robots. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like we started doing that, but now we're just doing the end theme of Curb Your Enthusiasm. All right, next up they are featuring Donkey Kong Land 2 for the Game Boy. And I think this is a repeat as well, right? Or is this new? Uh, I don't know. It's a fucking monster. Look at all oh, these screenshots are shit. Yeah, the border is great. Got to give them credit for the border for the Super Game Boy yeah. edition. What's, what's that? What's kind of sad is like the game actually played really well. Uh, I mean, it's just faithful to the Super Nintendo games, and it's it's not a straight port. These are like. Um, unique games obviously they borrow you know some graphics <laughs> there wouldn't be enough capacity for for a straight on even if they degraded True. the graphics there's just not enough capacity for all these levels no 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 so a lot of like the um ones on the on the ships especially like the platforming ones in the ships have way less graphics on it oh, these zoom so screenshots look bad we get to see this crow's nest the buzzard looks like he's just made out of sand <laughs> Yeah, it really has not aged well at all. I mean, this style of graphics where they took screenshots of the CGI and, you know, it worked okay for Super NES, but then they had to throw it onto the Game Boy to have an even worse resolution. And it wasn't in full color, so it, it looks okay when it's animated, but when it's a still screenshot, it does not look good at all. It's really unfortunate, because these are actually pretty decent games. But uh, anyways, let's go over some of the... It's Diddy and, and uh, uh, um, Dixie Kong in this game. And let's look at some of the, the bad guys here. You there, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm looking. I lost you. They've got a uh, Stingray here. He's got his eyes on the top of his head. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's, he's looking to uh, make you his Erwin. <laughs> he's got to poke you with his stinger, if you know what I mean. Topical. <laughs> yeah, right. There's a... What is that? Uh, bug on the top of page A3. That is a... Uh, looks like a beetle. Is that a mite? A dust I mite? Hmm. I don't think dust mites have mandibles. Oh, okay. But I've never seen them up close, so who the fuck am I to say? My favorite is like this pirate Jawa on page uh, 85, where it's like a like a pirate cap pirate captain's jacket, <laughs> but all you see is like a pair of glowing eyes coming out of the top of the jacket, like the hole. The rest is black. Yeah, it's like a kid playing dress up. It doesn't seem to be featured anywhere in the game. It's just a random piece of clip art that they tossed into this coverage. You know what? Even if he was featured in a screenshot, could you really make him out? 
He might he might be featured in one of these screenshots, and who would know? You'd never know. You probably wouldn't have any idea that that guy is the guy in the game. Nope. We can we can see who King Zing is though, because you know a hornet has such a unique shape that you can actually, yeah. you know, as long as you approximate him mm-hmm. somewhat adequately, it'll come out. Like you'll at least know you're fighting a wasp. Mm-hmm. And then we got Crocodile Core, the not so good Captain K. Rule will follow the same attack pattern here as he does in the Flying Croc, where he's just walking around stroking his blunderbuss. Hi yo. Don't want to go and off too soon. And apparently he's not the last boss because then Oh wait, that was Captain K. Rule, and then there's the final showdown with Captain K. Rule, so this guy is his own mini-boss. Mm-hmm. Weird. So, let's talk about Disney's Pinocchio, if there's nothing else. I just like the picture of that porcupine. That's all I'm going to say. He's got this look on his face, like, Rrr? <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? Are you to be? A little bit like Scooby. Scooby-Doo, but porcupine version of him. I like it. If you thought this game was dangerous, try getting laid. Pinocchio for the Game Boy. I actually watched a little video review of this a while back. And uh, shocker, it's not good. But it's a Disney game. Is it made by Capcom? Uh, um, No. THQ. Ooh. The problem, I mean, the animation is is good. This is a port from the Super Nintendo version. The animation's good, but the problem is is that it makes the game really, really slow because they, like, took the time to animate every frame. (laughs) They were too diligent in making something look good for the Game Boy, and the lag came to bite them in the butt for their their due work. Play control is just atrocious. And then, of course, we're looking at it on a Game Boy, Super Game Boy screen, so it's just bright colors of red, pink, or flesh-colored, and purple. And some white. I'm looking at the backgrounds for Pleasure Island. It is just a... Like, they're in hell. (laughs) <laughs> it's just hell all over the place. Everything is red, white, and and all variations of red and white. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Don't do it, kids. Okay, moving on to the arena. Only the strong survive. Kirby Superstar Challenge. How fast can you chow down and run through three mazes in the Grand Prix Mose of the Gourmet Race? Another challenge, Tecmo Super Bowl, some guy won. Uh, It says here, during the 92-93 season, this kid from McDermott, Ohio, Robert Coley, led the New Orleans Saints to victory while allowing only 26 points to be scored against the team during the entire season. That's just two touchdowns and four field goals in 16 games. Can you do better? Could you play a whole season without a single point being scored against your team? Top 20 football heroes have earned four-point superpower stamps. Another challenge is Mega Man X3. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this guy writes in Ren Abunaga from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, da, da, da. 
says they should do the Mega Man X3 challenge again, but this time they should challenge me to complete the Blast Hornet stage first. You are not allowed to collect any power-ups to complete any other stages. The first 25 Blue Bombers who barrel through the Blast Hornet stage and send in their passwords pick up four superpower stamps. And then Very these good. twisted challenges, which... Yeah, there's no way to do these things, but it says if you make one up and we print it, you'll get power stamps. So the real challenge isn't actually doing the challenge, it's coming up with one. Ah, I see. Because there's no way to prove any of this shit with a single photograph. Mm -hmm. right. Like, can you complete Final Fantasy without casting Cure throughout the game? Like, fuck you, you need that shit. And again, there's no way to prove you didn't do it. All right, now playing. <laughs> Hold on, Super Mario Kart. I was oh, just quickly passing over the names for the people who did the best times mm -hmm. in Mario Circuit 2. And near the top from Lynchburg, Ohio, which is a funny name already, is Aaron Finkbeiner. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, let's move on to now playing then. First up, uh, for Game Boy, Bugs Bunny, Crazy Castle 2, Warner Brothers, irreverent rodent, walks all over the competition in a castle filled with surprises. Wait. Lot. Huh? Is, wait, is Bugs Bunny a... Wait, are they calling Bugs Bunny a rodent? They are calling a rabbit a rodent, yes. They're not a rodent, though, are they? Uh, no, they're not. Vermin. Vermin? They're vermin. I... Uh, lots of frantic fun for an MSRP of 1999 passwords. Why would they put that? Why would they put MSRP in there? I'm like that. Like any kid that's reading this is going to go, oh, I know what that means. Yeah, the Rodentia family does not include rabbits. Oh, rabbits differ from rodents in having an extra pair of incisors as well as different skeletal features. Rabbits, hares, and a few other species make up the Lagomorpha. Mm. Shrews, moles, and hedgehogs are also not rodents. They are part of the Eulopthelia order. Good news. Rabbits are still vermin. Uh, but slow play control response. Mike, take the next game, please. Awesome Ape Action returns to the small screen with Donkey Kong Land Dose. And... The Deuce! Well, the the good thing, the deuce is loose. Hi-yo! <laughs> Metamucil joke. The good news is that this has excellent action, play control, and graphics. Mm, Sponsored by Olestra. <laughs> Stages are basically the same as those in Donkey Kong Country 2 for the Super NES, but they look a fuck ton better. Wow, I can't believe these Lay's potato chips are fat-free. Mega Man for Game Boy, a robotic rampage from the past. Excellent play control and graphics, challenging, however, awkward diagram passwords. Oh, you're telling me. Why, why didn't they ever come up with the passwords like, here's five combinations of letters, something easy to memorize, quickly to write down, right, and just be done. No, you got to bust out the fucking graph paper. Right. Disney's Pinocchio. From Black Pearl, Geppetto's wooden son heads out for an adventure on Game Boy. They say, nice graphics and music, however, very simple gameplay. Pilot Wings 64. 
Get off the ground and earn your red wings. An amazing <laughs> flight experience. Great graphics and play control. You don't even have to achieve a goal to have a goal to have fun in this game. However, missiles don't leave any permanent da- damage. The, uh, uh, okay. And then we have Realm. I, does this game? Did you know about this game? I think I read about it. Anyways, I'll, we get go ahead. the screenshot has a guy dressed up like Vegeta from Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. and uh, a, a zombie climbing up a a ship mast while letting out a wicked f- flame fart. Oh, wicked flame fart. And it says here, very challenging, good graphics. However, no safe feature and unbalanced levels of difficulty. In other words, use ROMs. Oh, you can't now. I'm sorry. <laughs> you had your chance for about 25 fucking years. Yep. If you couldn't get your shit together by then to download some video games, well, too bad. Wah, wah. Yep. You're just going to have to buy everything off the virtual console. Nope, you have to torrent them. Womp womp. So, tell me about SimCity Blues. SimCity! From Nintendo, congratulations! There's a new mayor in City Hall, and you're it! One of the most involving and creative Super NES titles. Excellent interface. Unbeatable price at an MSRP of $34.95 American. However, unstructured play may leave some people confused or bored. With all the fire in this screenshot, more like city hell. Yeah, no kidding. What a screenshot to show. Like, oh, this is the fun you. This is the fun you can have. Am I the one burning the city down? No, you're trying to stop it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm shooting at the Nazis. <laughs> That's not how I remember it. Super Mario sixty four. A new age of video games begins in Super Mario 64. A new standard for action games, incredible graphics, sound, and variety of play. I'll give them that. And shifting camera angles takes some getting used to. Yeah, if only they replaced the camera buttons with a stick that you could easily control. <laughs> but no, I guess they had to wait for that first for, for another console generation. While the PlayStation's just like... Hey, you know what? We got like a control pad and a stick. Let's just make that happen. Tetris Attack. A new Tetris for a new time. And it's not even Tetris. It doesn't look like Tetris at all. And it doesn't function like Tetris at all. Mm-hmm. Totally captivating game link two player option. Super Game Boy enhancements. However, not as appealing as a Super NES version. It's not even appealing there. It is... This is... Someone's just like, Hey, how about we make mobile games that you can easily swipe to match? Mm-hmm. Well, what's a mobile game that doesn't exist yet? Okay, so we'll put that up on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, slap that together, see? Throw the name Tetris on it. It'll sell like hotcakes, I tell you. And now, war. What is it good for? Well, not serious strategy, fans. 
But on the plus side, it does have an easy to learn, it says it's an easy to learn strategy game and the graphics are an improvement over War 2040. And here we get a screenshot of what appears to be Unicron's head taking a blaster. Mm. Yes, I will eat it. Uh, I told you, Gavatron. Yes. Do feed not me. fuck with me. Feed me the Matrix. But bam! What was he going to do with that shit if he did get a hold on it? Like, not get the munchies for, what, a year? Like, that Like that thing could sustain him forever? Uh, no. So, it looks like the editor's picks this month. Shocker. Uh, everybody loved Superman 64 and Pilotwing 64. And then almost everybody loved Donkey Kong Land 2, except for one guy. Let's figure out who it was. It was... Terry! And or Paul. I can't tell. It was Paul. He didn't like Donkey Kong Land 2. And then uh, four people liked SimCity. Uh, I don't know why they're re-reviewing old games. I'm going to skip that part. Nobody liked War 3010, in case you're wondering. Nobody liked Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle 2. And nobody liked Realm. But hey, this is an improve. This is a serious improvement over previous months this year, considering that they actually have more than like three games. <laughs> Remember that one month? Isn't that pathetic? <laughs> oh boy, that, that that's why I'm really gonna miss you for this, because this is when we're really in the mire. Mm, I like I like the 64 games. I I love that console. Packwatch. Here we go. They're giving us another. Tease for Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. They actually watched this whole um, little YouTube video where they were talking about how advanced some of the um, uh, 3D level design was. Um, they had like terms for it, but uh, that that really they they pushed the boundaries quite a bit in Shadows of the Empire because really 3D you know, platforming design hadn't really been done much up until this point, and they were just sort of pioneers in the area. So it's pretty interesting if you can find that video. Then they're talking about Nintendo games coming out. They talk about Tetrisphere, uh, which I think just becomes Tetris 64. Kirby's Air Raid, which I think just becomes Kirby 64. Wave Race 64. They have a one screenshot of Super Mario Kart R which of course becomes Mario Kart 64. And God, I had to salivate over this one screenshot for months. Uh, then they have two screenshots from Star Fox 64. And these games look almost complete. So it's a real tease to say these look this good at this point when they're not coming out for some time. So what else is coming out? Madden NFL 97. Uh, let's see here. Super Star Wars. Uh, da, 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 did you did you ever play Tetrisphere? That game looks... This looks like something they would play on Star Trek. No, I never played it. It's just kind of a... It's sort of like the the virtual buy version of it, but with actual color. You kind of spin... You spin the sphere around and find out where the piece fits. That's not... Uh, it's not very good. Um, Super Star Wars at, coming up. They already came out with this. This is just joining the player's choice schemes and being available for cheaper. Huh. Uh, Arcade's Greatest Hits. If you want to play Joust, Defender, Defender 2, Sinistar, or Robotron again, you're going to get your chance in an arcade 
mega hit package. I never heard of those last two. I've heard of Robotron, Defender, and Joust. Did you know that the original developer of Joust went on to develop Mario Brothers? Huh. And work and work at Nintendo. That was his first game, was Joust. So the mechanics, the play mechanics are extremely similar if you go back and play Joust. College football, USA 97 from Black Pearl, so I'm sure that'll be a big stinker. Street Fighter Alpha 2, Toy Story. <laughs> the Street Fighter Alpha 2, which has, it says it has Nash and Vega, and I'm seeing N. Bison on the, on the screen, so can you explain that? No. And whoever this guy is, it looks like he's slipping on a banana peel while fighting M. Bison. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, okay, Toy Story. Uh, that We already talked about that one. Uh, yeah, that's just coming up again for um, their um, frequent, frequent rewards program, whatever it is. More Star Wars game being re-released for Game Boy... Uh, they talk about what's coming out, what's being developed for the N64 in Japan. They're talking about Bomberman 64, Super Power League 64, which they don't really mention. It says a baseball game. I think they get renamed. Uh, set of plans, uh, three, create three games. Golf, Red Limit, and Wild Choppers. Human Grand Prix from Human. <laughs> Is that one where you have to, <laughs> do you drive humans in it? Do you ride them? <laughs> God, that would be amazing. <laughs> You're you're like a fungus that is that is now controlling these brains of the people, and you have to march them to their to a climate where you will be allowed to bloom. I pictured it more like like you have like saddles on them. You have one foot on each, and they're kind of just you know walking them down the street or whatever. <laughs> you're you're one of the upstairs people, and you're riding the downstairs people. Yes, exactly. Like a sultan, you know, but faster. <laughs> And then we get to find out that Dragon Warrior 3, Dragon Quest 3, or Dragon Warrior 3 over here, is getting graphics similar to Chrono Trigger, featuring new battle sequences. I can't wait to see that. Okay, Disney's Pinocchio for Super Nintendo is also coming out. Uh, Mario Paint. <laughs> I'm looking at Pinocchio, and it looks like he's just climbing up Pride Rock. <laughs> like, he, like he's ready to battle Scar. Nah, and then the next shot, it looks like he's, uh, it looks like he's either chasing or being chased by Donkey Kong. What? Oh, the minecart. He's cart. in the minecart. Nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. They're gonna have Mario Paints uh, re-release apparently. That's great for forty-five dollars. Mortal Kombat trilogy. So all three games in one package released for the N64. Looks like. And then they have an average... Oh, this is the Players Poll Contest. It says, think small, win big. There is Whoa. 100 grand prize winners of a Game Boy Pocket. And second... Who the hell is this guy? Oh, wait. Yeah. It's, yeah. This is like a... Uh, what is it? Uh, oh, gosh. I'm going to shoot myself. What's the game where... Um, Blaster Master... It's the kid from Blaster Master with the toad, where it grows up. Huh. Okay, so guess. we got the... We don't need to talk about the, fir, with the uh, third prize. 
Oh wait, second prize. Do, 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 do. There's, there's no third do, do, prize. Do, 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 do. No, there's no grand prize. There's no grand prize. It's just they're giving away hundred in Game Boys. No, the second prize is the shirts. Usually that's the. I know because they didn't have a first prize. They're treating the second prize like it's the grand prize. One hundred Game Boy pockets for the fucking grand prize. That is a grand prize. What? <laughs> you, well, you're not getting. You're 100 not getting hundred. Hundred winners will get one. But they're still Game giving Boy. out a hundred Game Boys. That's pretty neat. That's something. It's not as creative as some other some of the other ones I've done. I'm disappointed. Ugh. They could After be better. seeing that frog, I thought like they'd be taking you to like a giant amusement park or something. Or shrinking you. Where you yeah, where you get to be like where you get to pretend you've been shrunk. It's like, honey, I shrunk the the audience. And then you go through this giant amusement park thing. Next uh, issue, they're gonna be talking about Mortal Kombat trilogy. They have more previews for this tiny screenshot of Shadows of the Empire and Wave Race 64. I'm talking more about Duncan Country 3, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. See that 10 times fast. And uh, yeah, and more. And then they have this delightful advertisement slash game in the back. And it's from Kellogg's. It says 64 reasons to play the Kellogg's Instant Win game. One in 64 wins more than a million total prizes you can win a nintendo 64 block party and then oh boy as part of the block party a nintendo trailer with multiple playstations will come to your house <laughs> oh yeah that word play, that, that that word playstation is definitely not going to come back to bite them yeah it also includes a nintendo 64 system and mario 64 game pack 13 you could win a nintendo power superpower club memberships and yep. 14 15 and 16 membership includes 12 free issues the superpower club catalog and the power stamps and i'm not going to read the rest you can get a phone card as well which has oh, don't, no it has don't forget the hologram watch no, no no i have to read about the phone card it has okay. six minutes and 40 seconds of free phone time <laughs> and can be used to call an Nintendo Power Hotline. Oh, wow. They really stuck with the 6-4 theme. Uh, six minutes and 40 seconds. Can you imagine? <laughs> Getting that? Oh, this uh, is cool. Six minutes. Okay, I got to go because this is going to cost me money now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you can call like 1-900 numbers with that thing. Uh, they really cheap out. It goes all around the border, which is kind of neat. It's always fun to see them like wrap words around. But the top one has 44, 45, and 46 saying three words, winning is good. Winning. Hashtag winning is Tiger good. Blood. Hashtag not a loser. Hashtag Dragon Energy. <laughs> all Let's right. see what the 64 actually is. Where is 64. Uh, they don't have oh, one. 64, you can't win if you don't play. There you go. Gotta play. So you go out and buy a specially marked Kellogg's package for your chance to win. There you go. Six, 63 says, to play or not to play? That's a stupid question. <laughs> no it's nasty cough syrup or the, painful shots needed. The most fun you can have with a cardboard box. That's eat cereal, that's play not true. game, nuffs. Eat cereal, play game, nuff said. Okay. Yeah, you can have more fun with a cardboard box. Just look at a cat. <laughs> there you go. All right, and that's it for the end of this issue. We did our plugs at the beginning, so let's do it at the end. Hold on. There's one final page where we get to see Mario giving Bowser the business. 
mm-hmm. by swinging him around by his big fucking orange Cheeto tail. It feels like there's another page missing there. Like, shouldn't we see the other side of Bowser? Like his face? Uh, maybe that was the first issue? Uh, who knows. Alright. Well, we've concluded this issue. And it is. Beating it to death. Yes, that's why Bowser looks coked out in the uh, cover page, because he's getting whipped around by his tail. Oh. And Mario's, Mario's, Mario's giving, the, giving him the Italian prostate exam. Oh, that's right. Okay, makes sense now. Much better. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment System.